Zimmer from uh, True Romance. Dun, 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 dun. We don't own the rights to that song. So yeah. how much of it can you sing? 19 seconds. Go ahead. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, I keep thinking of Halloween. Have we started? Adding to what is, you guys said before. Wait, is this going to be edited? Maybe. Okay. Uh, have we started? I pushed the button. All right. Well, I guess uh, let's start this madness. Boom. Welcome back to this Fortnite in film. What? Yeah, we only do the oh, show every, it's like, every other week. Yeah. Now. Um, Last one was that big Trolls one. Yeah, the, the very successful yeah. Trolls show. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Pronto, of the show where we get together every week sometimes and talk about what movies we watched. Uh, this week I'm joined, as always, by Matt Lauer. Hi, we I'm might Matt. remember him as Memphis Matt, but we're not going to. We're going to we're going to stop doing that because it's annoying. Yeah. And newcomer to the show, Scott Hall. What's going on, people? Nice. We've been doing Bane all night. Yeah, it's it's been stuck in my head. Uh, awesome. So yeah, uh, let's uh, let's get into this. We had some wacky movies. We did watch a couple wacky movies tonight. Uh, leading off the evening, Matt, what did you see this week? Um, the same things you guys saw. Uh, we watched Life Force, a 1985. That's what it was called, right? Yeah. Oh, good. It's always uh, good to get the title <laughs> We're off right. to a good start. Uh, 1985 movie uh, directed by Toby Hooper, right? The director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist. Yeah. And uh, probably uh, among other things. High budget canon film. Uh, yeah. This was uh, a big time canon films movie. This was, I think at the time... I think I could do some research, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna make a number up. I think this was a 25 million dollar movie, at least. About uh, from what I saw, I would definitely. I mean, the 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 green, uh, the the coloring was on point. So I, I, at least five million went to that. As far as the green, comic. everything it was green like the Matrix. Yeah, there was a green screen. And, yeah, and, and one uh, dude had green eyes. I think it was based in London. It was definitely um, an England movie. There was a lot of English people. So starring Matilda May and. Other say, people. Uh, <laughs> men. Who else was in that? I don't. I don't know. Dudes. There were dudes, and then Matilda no, May. Put the poor man's Tommy Lee Jones. That's who I was. Yeah, that he was in it. Um, I they, guess I could look up their names. Let's there was uh, Dwayne Barry. What I learned episode of the X Files. Steve uh, Railsback. That's him. And Peter Firth. Peter Firth. And Frank Finlay. Oh, and Patrick Stewart. That's right. Yeah, oh, Patrick yeah. Stewart. Uh, yeah. And and we we're not sure about this, but it may have been his first on-screen kiss in a movie. Not to give away a you know, spoiler alert. Uh, he kisses someone. It, yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So Matt, we just finished watching Life Force. True. We all watched it together. Can you please tell us what it was about? Because nope. I don't know. <laughs> no, I can Wait, hang on. Let me do my best here. Uh, some people in space, not like Martians, but astronauts, uh, discover a large ship-like thing. Well, wait, it was the e then, ESA, right? The, yeah, the European Space Agency. Space Agency. Uh, but which America was a part of, I noticed. So maybe there was a, well, NASA joint shows up. But they sent up their own space shuttle later. Oh, that's right. I do remember. That the got there immediately. Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so all right so and, Matt, uh, yeah. and then they discovered on this ship like thing some uh they went giant down. bat creatures and a few naked folk and then from there people die stuff gets crazy and the plot is yeah the, gets really lost especially if you're talking about the movie's the based time. on a book called the space vampires 
So there's your plot right there. I think they just saw the name of the book and uh, just said, this movie writes itself. And then it didn't. Yeah, the way sure did. I think they just read the about the author part and then made the movie. I don't think I don't think they read the plot synopsis of what the movie yeah, is. The it's it's about the author. London. It's like oh he's from London, so let's let's make a a, a, a space zombie movie uh, with with rock and tits. There was the <laughs> truth. I, I mean that's, the, the the breasts in this movie. I definitely recommend. Uh, other than that, it's the only point in the movie where the, the room was actually quiet. Is that the actress's name, Matilda May? Matilda May. Was, was she in anything else? Uh, let's Naked. <laughs> she still looks amazing. How old is she? She is. She was eighteen then. So she's fifty-two now. Mm. So. God. She was in the Jackal. Oh, really? Yeah. Bruce Willis. Uh, who else was in that? Bruce Willis. Samuel Jack Black Jackson. was in it. Like a young Jack That's Black. Right. Jack Black was in. Richard Gere. Um, no. Richard really. Gere was in a movie called Summersby. <laughs> you ever seen that? <laughs> you ever seen that? No. no. Pretty good movie. Where he? No. Uh, we'll get into that another day. Yeah, she's been. She works, but it's a lot of like it looks like French stuff. Uh, the, well. according to IMDb, she gets she's she's always working. And good for her. Yeah. But so what she do we, is what do we have drop to, dead gorgeous to, in this movie. Yeah. She spends almost all of her screen time naked. True. The highlights of the movie, as I saw them, were the the, the breasts <laughs> and the crystal frog on the man's uh, desk. I have no idea what the names yeah. of the people were. Uh, yeah, but you're forgetting the panels. Oh, that's right. Uh, well, Nick can explain what a London hallway is. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking the solar panel. Oh, the solar panel. Oh, my yeah. God. This too. Yeah, the like, space shuttle that... Well, the movie starts out with, uh, there's a space shuttle in space, and it has an array of solar panels that are got to be like 10 football fields long. We watched the movie on a 65-inch TV, and I can say it stretched to about 52 inches. <laughs> <laughs> so And um, so the, the space station, or the spaceship uh, or shuttle uh, finds its way into... The alien spaceship that they find that's chasing Haley's comet. Well, it's a space colon that they went inside of. Yeah, that's it's right. A space yeah. colon. Yeah, with bats inside. Yeah, and inside are giant bat people, and they immediately go, "Well, we gotta take one of these guys, put them in the specimen bag, which is just a net, <laughs> <laughs> and and then they keep going down the tunnel um, of this." Alien spaceship. It was space colon. Uh, and and inside this room, they find three perfectly preserved people. Uh, one of them is Matilda May, and Morgan's. then two naked dude guys. Dude guys. And they just say, all right, put them in specimen bags, too, and we'll bring them home. Now, I know then this isn't a complaint, and as I said before, uh, I noticed it's okay to show vaginal full frontal nudity, but there was no penile shots in this Uh and I just think it was a missed opportunity just to kind of get a you know space penis out there. But that, that's just me, kind of a weird guy. I take I your deafening silence as, as agreement. <laughs> I mean, I I'll acknowledge I did not see any penises. Yeah, there was no penis in the movie. I wasn't searching uh, for it. I just thought... There was also no blinking. There was no blinking. There was yeah. a, a lack of face facial uh, emotion and uh, and a lack of blinking. Yeah. And a very limited amount of space within the space shuttle, but we kind of figured that was because the Panel. folded up solar panels yeah. took there's up probably about, about 95% about of the spaceship. 40 square feet of space in the space shuttle and seven people living there. 
and gravity is also very choosy as to who it floats and uh, <laughs> yeah. who is allowed to not float. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like that one guy who was just kind of bobbing up and down. Yeah, well, he was doing his part. You know, they, they couldn't afford the strings for him. Yeah, so they bring the uh, they're bringing the space vampires home. The spaceship or space shuttle is approaching Earth, and the mission control can't raise the ship. They can't get in touch, so they send up the space shuttle Columbia. That was yeah, that's the NASA from NASA. Yeah, and they dock with the ship, and the whole inside of it has been burned. There's been a, a disaster. And they go through the ship, and they're they're floating past all the burned bodies of the crew. And at this point, we're about ten minutes into a two-hour movie, right? And and they find in the back of the ship those three aliens still perfectly preserved, without a penile shot. <laughs> just <laughs> just noticed once me. again, as I said, I was not so. I just felt it's it's unfair that you can show. I don't understand the logic in that. I don't want to see a man's mashing bangers, but I still would like to. Your words say you don't, but your other words. Well, uh, yeah, as a man, I like to compare, you know, apples to oranges, see what I'm working with, what they're working with. I think but that's your problem is that there were no apples in there the was movie no apples. Either. No apples. I'm sitting here with my oranges and I got no apples. <laughs> <laughs> I need my apples. So they find the bodies on the ship. They go, well, we definitely have to bring these back to Earth. It was very. They were very scientific as well. Uh, uh, as any scientist knows, when you stumble upon a new creature, the first thing you do is break the finger off. Because <laughs> yeah. that's that's how you test if it's alive and, yeah. and what type of biochemistry thing, it has. Is this thing new or old? I, I don't know. This. Smash part Just of it. Smash that. Uh, so they bring it back to Earth, uh, and they're doing experiments on them, and one guy decides he's going to molest Matilda May because she's... Man, those... See the movie and 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 enjoy the uh, uh, boobs, boobs. Yeah, for lack of a better word. Um, and so she wakes up. So, so now might be a good time to let folks know that they might not want to let their kids listen to this episode of the show. The show is listed listed as explicit. It's NC seventeen. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she dries out one guy with her dehydrating. Yeah. Powers. Well, like she she one doesn't know how to kiss anyone. But she, when she kisses someone, she sucks the life force uh, out of the person she's attacking she um, and turns him into a terrifying puppet. Which comes back to life later, though. That's what they never, I never understood was when they, she sucked out the life force. Oh, I understand what happens. Because he sucks it out of somebody else. Yeah, so that's she. So you, you have to pass it on, kind of like an It Follows type of thing where you oh, got to pass the. Think of it like just traditional vampire. She, uh, she bit him. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's so where now, you're wrong, sir, because traditional vampires are on Earth. We're talking about space vampires. Well, that's where I'm sure that, like the, that. There, there's got to be a difference to what they feed on and their their habits because as we know the old way of killing a space vampire <laughs> is 2 inches below the heart in the energy source. in the energy source. yeah if you were to stab her right in the heart you're nothing. not going to do anything nothing no 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 effect no. to turn them into sand you yeah. have to stay 2 inches no more although, no less although i noticed that uh, grenades seem to work pretty well I mean, yeah right and bullets those two the <laughs> those two dudes, dudes were getting ripped shot. apart yeah no they were walking through the bullets it was when they dropped the grenades behind that they finally oh. stopped oh well that dude For never a while, died they came back though. He, they came back yeah. later spoiler um so i don't think you need to spoil so she <laughs> sucks the life out of that guy and he's left like a desiccated husk that isn't dead, even though its head falls off. Does <laughs> the head fall off? It kind of like it rolls back and looks like it's going to okay. tear off. Um, and but this, see, now you're getting ahead because this we've missed the London hallway 
Oh no, I was going to get to that because oh, this the, I forgot the yeah. face sucking was was yeah. that's what pres- that's what sets off the London hallway. That's right. Which, as we all know, <laughs> the London hallway uh, is a hallway filled with doors, Just, unnecessary yeah. amounts of doors. <laughs> you go to feet. You have to pull open. <laughs> I mean, like fifteen doors. The that amount I run like through. Open a door, walk five feet. Open another, another door, door, walk five feet, and you just do this six or seven times before you get to another. Yeah, room. as we all know, that's a London hallway. <laughs> there are so many doors in this movie. A London it's, hallway could also be a sexual act. I guess it's some kind of like. <laughs> it if like you're a, doing like an Eiffel anal tower. gangbang, I would call that a London hallway. <laughs> <laughs> An American one is through the front door. London hallway is in the back. <laughs> um, yeah, and then some of these things explode. Some of them turn into sand. Yeah, and uh, well, the the problem is eventually the, later some of them turn into zombies. So that's well, what, no, those those ones are zombies because they're able to keep eating. So the van, those were like the drones then of it, uh, right? Were they, were they the drone? Those weren't vampires. Um, I think they were all vampires, even though they looked like zombies. The, the movie had because they issues. all just suck each other's faces. And throughout this movie, it seems like they're trying to track Matilda May or the force that travels from her into other people. Now, mind you, this movie was made in '85. It was after Texas Chainsaw Massacre and after Poltergeist. Was it after Poltergeist? Poltergeist, I think, was like '83 or '84. That was uh, Craig T. Nelson representing the bald man. Shout out to Craig T. I wonder what he's doing. He's on Fox News. CTN. A lot. Is he? Yeah. No. That's a bummer. He's a real right wing right wing guy. Uh, God bless him, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, um so, so yeah, so they're trying to chase this life force thing around. Yeah. And uh at some point, um Dwayne Barry attacks some woman who's not Matilda Dwayne Barry's May poor man to try Tommy Lee. That's Jones. poor yeah. Right. Or whatever his actual name was, I forgot again. Clint Starkswell. Sure, Clint Starkswell. Um, Imagine. And uh, so he, you know, he shouts in this lady's face, and and then makes out with her. Right? Did he? Did he? he oh, did, that's right? the yeah. redhead lady. Uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of the highlight of this movie. And, and then they fi- go ahead. What I was just going to say for me was the background characters, because uh, there was no <laughs> there was no background direction as to what they're supposed to do while the 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 the, the main scene is going on. So. You know, yeah, I definitely everyone, recommend watching the background instead of the movie. So Especially people not really knowing how to express fear on their faces. Exactly. Well, oh, your, fear main, laughter. your main actors don't know how to express anything on their faces. <laughs> so watching the background actor go, was <laughs> <laughs> the best part. And you watch carefully, you can see one of the zombies check with the other zombies oh, yeah. to make sure they're supposed to be attacking somebody. Yeah. And there's a, there's a definitely fashion tips you can take from this movie. Turtlenecks go with leather jackets that go with trench coats. Yeah, you, you definitely gotta, should layer. It's all about layering. Yeah. You know, you got to you gotta wear, what was the one kid wearing? A collared shirt underneath a sweater, underneath a denim jacket. Well, it's, it's almost like wearing a button-up shirt, like with the three buttons, but instead you just got one stupid button. Right at the top. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that. Like a short sleeve? Like Yeah, probably like shirt. a blue short sleeve shirt with one button. And then when you bend over, you kind of see the chest hair poke out. And then you just you throw up in your mouth a little when you see something like that. And when you sit back, like your belly rolls out of the bottom? Yeah. So that's what this movie was pretty much like. It was a one button t-shirt that the chest <laughs> hair was poking out. And then if you lean back, you saw a disgusting stomach. So, uh... Yeah, so that might wrap up life. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the end of life. No. I, I think we're in the middle of it. Uh, it... it 
apparently the movie moves fast, so it definitely takes a mind of interest. It moves fast, but at a snail's pace. At a snail's pace. So it's very the movie is very aware of itself. You know, now, we it's very tongue in cheek. The director's cut of what, the movie. So I think it's a satire they? on on uh on nothing. Actually, this movie sucked. This movie was horrible. <laughs> I will say this though, you know, uh, plot and stuff aside, uh, I did actually think a lot of the effects were pretty good. I agree. Like, I thought especially a lot of the, the effects were very good. Stuff. Yeah, the the the, the face bubbling scene towards the end, where the guy was talking, which was cool because you knew it wasn't like a puppet head. Yeah. You know? yeah. So so they had like silicon effects or something on it, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of lot of good visual effects, practical effects, like the the mutant or the desiccated husk like those those are clearly puppets and you can tell and there's no way you can not see them as puppets but they're really but they were good well like yeah, they, yeah they're what they look if you've ever seen uh what was that movie with uh will smith with oh independence day no 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 i no, am no. legend yeah no no wild wild west bad boys with the giant spider no it was it was i am legend it was kind of looked like that but those were cgi'd so i kind of prefer this practical effect yeah, compared yeah. to the cgi monster from i am legend because that was too obvious but no they yeah. did a good job uh, and like a lot of the effects like the the light like uh, look like the ghostbusters yeah that it did look like a lot like you were saying it looked like ghostbusters but it was the same quality i would think as uh, when the aliens or the ghosts are being sucked into the sky well, it was around the same time it was ghostbusters 84 I think you're right. I don't know if I am. Well, but so like the green screen sort of stuff looks janky. You know, it's not going to be convincing or anything mm -hmm. like that. But when it comes to the puppeteered stuff, it's actually still pretty effective. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's got uh, that creepy effect. Well, the problem is, I don't know. I guess I have to read Space Vampires because I don't know if this was. <laughs> I really do because I don't know if it was a commentary on something. I don't know what Toby Hooper was going for as we talked about with some of his. His, his his the way he shot the scenes at crooked angle. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, a lot of weird angle and weird lenses. Like you'd use a weird wide angle lens for seemingly no reason. Well, the the one scene where where it was like a close up, but for some reason we needed the guy the profile of the guy that he's talking to in the close up at the same time. So I'm just looking at this guy's nose. Yeah, I, I couldn't focus on anything else. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what, I don't cool. know what you're talking about right now, but you know. You don't but, remember that scene? No, there was the guy was stuck with you. Yeah, there was the there was like sandwich face here on the side. <laughs> He's pointing at the TV we were watching. Was, yeah, um, very, but yeah, it was weird. He used someone's face to sort of frame it. Yeah, it wasn't really necessary. The and, soundtrack uh, was lacking. Uh, I don't remember hearing any music. No, really, outside of the opening credits where it says performed by the London Symphony. I Orchestra. felt like at the very beginning there was a little music that was trying to get a Star Wars feel to it, and then after that I didn't hear anything. Yeah, it's a it's an odd movie because it starts off as like alien, like we're yeah. in space and we see this alien ship. We're gonna go inside it, and then it turns into a zombie movie. It's a, it's really genre confused. Yeah, uh, or it turns into like this like uh, it's a like sexy, a superhero. It turns movie? into like a sexy thriller, and then it turns into a mystery, and then it turns into a zombie movie. Well, there's this one dude, which I don't know what his name was, but he's got superpowers. Oh, the guy that was on the ship. He gets these superpowers, and I, there's no, there was no explanation that I heard uh, as to why he could read minds or whatever he was. Doing. I think it's because she loved him. Wow, love well, lets you read minds. Oh, and then wait, at the end, spoiler says, alert! It turns out at the end of the movie, he's one of them. 
So is he had those was? powers. That's what she was saying. That's like what when she said, said you were one of us the whole us, time. She meant you're one of us. Yeah. Oh, that's why he could survive <laughs> it. Yeah, and then and then uh, the guy yeah. threw the sword down, and he stabbed them both through I mean, the uh, energy. This source. movie was it really was like peeling an onion. There were so many deep layers to it. <laughs> and so many. I mean, this They're is a movie. All stinky. This is a movie. If you've got time afterwards, you'll be thinking about it. Uh, definitely trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And then you'll want to follow it up with a nice, short, refreshing movie. We're yeah. not ready for that. We're still talking about Life Force. Well, yeah, Life Force is not <laughs> over yet. Um, I'm done with Life Force now. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Well, this let's movie. just say the ending is abrupt. Uh, yeah, the movie just ends. True. The The best part of it was the end credits. There were some funny names there that I enjoyed the reading. Last, the last shot of the movie, you realize that there were baby zombies because there's a baby carriage that's been yeah, that knocked was, over that on was the street. disturbing. And... Um, Turtleneck is just looking off into the sky, and then the well, I think alien the fact ship that, disappears. Well, the, the man that wore the tor- turtleneck had he, he had you know one for each occasion. So when he was good cop, it was the white turtleneck. But when he was the bad cop, he put on the black turtleneck. Yeah, the passage of time in this movie was very confusing because you could only tell it was another day because turtleneck was wearing a different turtleneck. Yeah, but. Suits was always wearing the same oh, the, suit with the pastel oh, the, tie. That was the, the cotton candy tie. There's a there's a beautiful tie in this movie. Uh, it's a blue and white, a, a light yeah. pink tie. It's a very powerful tie that I would like to get my hands on if possible. I need to look up. Um, I'd oh. say that's the that's the second star after oh Matilda. My God, May. We haven't even yeah. talked about Patrick the Stewart top. yet. Oh oh yeah yeah. Which he was only in the movie for Do five minutes until his face like Stuff happened broke to him. open and all his blood turned into Matilda May. Yeah. Matilda May. That was great. That happened. That was a cool effect. Yeah. Of course, we have no idea why that happened. And then well, she exploded well, and we the, still The best part that is that you can get telegrams in a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> you can receive mail while you're flying in a helicopter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the movie was terrible, but it was a fun watch. It was... It was uh, I wouldn't watch it alone. I Yeah. It's not like frogs or anything like that, you know. It, it, you, you get some fun out. Was frogs yeah, it was a nineteen eighties movie? That was bad. Yeah, I remember it's about that. frogs. Did you ever see ants? With I mean, Susan I've seen them outside. But, oh no, not ants Susan with like Sarandon. Sylvester Stallone, Suzanne Somers. The Sylvester Stallone cartoon? No, this was like a horror movie where like a hotel opens up next to this ant hill and the with ants an S, not a Z. people. Ants. Yeah, you're right. I spell the Woody Allen Sylvester Stallone ant movie. That was a bad movie, too. We should watch that. I liked Ant. It's a Bugs Life knockoff. They both came out at the same time. It was a shame. Um, So, Light Force. Worth watching with friends. Yeah, I definitely think it's got a definitely a Mystery Science Theater 3000. There's a lot to, to goof on. Um, but definitely not a movie that you can follow. I, honestly... <laughs> And I, I will never do this, but if I ever did, I'd like to watch it again by myself and figure, I know I won't, but I'd like to do it because there's got to be a plot in there somewhere. <laughs> and we heard like yeah, we heard percent like of the lines. lines. Yeah, there was, it was a lot of facial emoting. Lack of, well, lack was of absolutely facial emoting. No facial it was intense. Well, except for when people were like in the background and didn't realize they were on we, Yeah, on, At one point, on we really started ca- like paying attention to see if they would blink and no one blinked. No, I think that was, yeah, may, may, maybe that was so you didn't know who the aliens were. Maybe it was Toby Hooper, you know, did that on purpose. Yeah, maybe. Didn't pay off. Matilda May blinked all the time, I guess. I didn't see that. I know her headlights were on, though, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so we finished that, and we decided to watch another classic film. Uh, Debbie Does Dallas. And because it's the end of April, 
Isn't this the last day of April? It yeah, is. May is tomorrow. May Day, May 1st. Tomorrow is the first day of May. We decided to watch a Christmas movie <laughs> uh, called The Christmas Tree. That's right. Made uh, in 1991. Yeah. And this movie was terrible. This, but hilarious. This was an experience that I don't even know how to describe. Well, um, it's a bad I now know film. where my clinical depression uh, comes from, which was, was from the childhood of that being around, and that should not exist. It was directed by Flammarion Ferreria. Which is, which is shocking for a movie to be this bad, because they are well known for making great movies. Uh, <laughs> I remember Flammarion's first movie. That was really good. Here's the description for it from IMDb. Heartless... <clears throat> Heartless Mrs. Vilda runs an orphanage where kids live in miserable conditions because she keeps all the donation money for herself. She hires a new assistant who, along with Santa, helps children finally have a Merry Christmas. Mrs. Mavildaba. I mean, there's a Mr. Mavildaba. It's like Mixoplex from uh, DC. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Scott, what was the Christmas tree about? A Christmas tree. I know I just read the description, but I don't feel like that did it that, any... That gives it no justice. If you if you like uh, your Christmas stories to involve uh, strong emotion, uh, uh, moments that really make you question your thought process and where you are at as a person, you know, it's a very morally high ground related movie. There's some magical elements. There's some time travel elements where apparently... In this town, uh, there's the, the man and the wife come in. They move into this the town, and the mayor. I, I guess the man and the wife can't live together, right? And the man he, gets a job. He gets at a job the as a lumber, lumberjack. Yeah, and my, but he has to live at the boarding house. And that, and as the man leaves, he says, "I will be back by Christmas." So he's not allowed to have contact with his children at this point, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. And this is a town that looks like it's one square block. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, what was the uh, the woman's name? I have no idea. Judy. Judy? Well, she... Mrs. Kindle. She works for Mrs. Mavolda. <laughs> and, and, oh, by the way, with this, this as I was telling, this movie is like a first grader's play. Uh, and then they animated it. There's True. there's no emotion. There's, there's nothing to it. Honestly, I don't know what it was about. After watching Life Force and then going into this... I, I, for one, it's a big pet peeve of mine to watch any Christmas movies that are not around Christmas time, and this has just reaffirmed it. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, but, but, but you know, most of the movie might have taken place outside of Christmas because it's, it's you're, you're it about was, like two thirds of the way through the movie, and all of a sudden we see uh, uh, winter or uh, spring, fall, and. Well, there were the spring, summer, and fall passed by. There were definitely creative. And then we get to suddenly it's Christmas. Yeah, this is more of a spring movie with Christmas it sprinkled was, it in was there. Creative animation. I, I, you know, I like how the the animation style would change. And and I, I, uh, Mrs. Mavolda, when she would talk, her eyes would talk with her. Uh, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> she probably mentioned that there are some adult themes in it. And there was a lot of reused uh, animation cells, just with different dialogue over it. That was odd. Uh, Mrs. Mavolda can't play poker. She she likes to to we take also, them. 
She gets a hangover. We yeah, also hangover. keep saying her name differently because no one seems to know how to say it in the movie. Well, you get a bunch of marble mouth kids to, <laughs> to act. It doesn't help the process. But they only got a couple of kids when they needed more, and so they just voice modulate what? some of the other actors. The one they didn't even do that. One was a boy, and then the girl was talking, but it was the same voice, and there was no pause in it. <laughs> right. There was no pause in, in the... Well, there aren't many pauses in the entire movie. Well, the, apparently the, the 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 actors were in a rush. From the narrator to, <laughs> yeah. to from the narrator at the very beginning yeah. to every person who spoke, there's about maybe a quarter of a second I think to breathe. The narrator at the very beginning, line. it's like every time they snapped their finger, he had to talk oh, faster Jesus, and faster though, and faster. Because I've, if I don't finish this before the movie ends, well, I'm not going to get another chance to do it. I forgot to say though that the Christmas tree. This is the orphan's only friend, <laughs> Mrs. Hopewell. That's is that, right. Is that Hopewell. the name of the tree? Oh, yeah. yeah that's how it's tree's oh, name, yeah. How'd they know it was female? No, no. They had another friend, though. They had Licorice. Oh, Licorice the dog. The yeah, dog. There was this, yeah, there was a dog. Who uh, named gives Licorice. little kind of creepy winks at the camera. Yeah, like he knows something I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, 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 I forgot the best part. At the beginning of the movie, the mayor gives money to Mrs. Movolda. Two bags. Two bags of money. That Yeah. They look two, like testicles when they're two together. Sacks of two money. sacks of money. And that's how I like to get paid from now on, actually, is in sacks of money. Either way, Movolda takes the money, and I, I swear to God, without a beat, for some, she, she has the money, and then she's taking off the little girl's shirt. And there's really no explanation as to why the shirt was removed. I, I, didn't, I, I still don't understand that. Oh, that's, I know why. Because she dresses the children up for when the mayor comes by. And when the mayor leaves, she takes the nice clothes off of them and puts them back in their rags. Well, I guess for a deaf person, this would be a very confusing movie to see money exchange hands (laughs) and then kids getting naked. I feel like most movies would be confusing for a deaf person without subtitles. Uh, Yeah, probably true. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I was trying to think of actually a movie that would be good for deaf people. Helen Keller. Uh, the movie. Snowman, that movie that's just music. Luckily, we're an audio podcast. We apologize. Anyway. We're just kidding. Not really. I am, though. I mean, there's no... The, but anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> That'll get it. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 they set up this plan that's very well spelled out, uh, that's set up, that kind of gets dropped when she's got to pick up the package. Oh yeah, when well, Miss Mavelda's got a plan to frame Judy. Judy, yeah. So, uh, but why? There was never really an explanation. Oh, because, oh. because the mayor says, "Hey, you know what? Take ha- take Judy and have her uh, help you buy clothes for the kids." And Mrs. Mavelda has lost all the money while playing poker. And so she's like, oh, no, I'm going to get in trouble with the mayor. This is when if she wakes I up with her hangover. frame Judy, yeah. yeah, she wakes up with a hangover, and she's like, I got to do something. If I frame Judy, I can get her fired and pin everything on her. Ha, ha, ha. And then Judy tries to go buy the clothes, but gets turned away because there happens to be an accident in the way. And then while she's gone, the kids run away to uh, – they know that her mo- that the two kids' mom is going to be framed. And so they decide that because that's going on, it, the most important thing is to save the tree. Yeah. They also hear that the tree's going to get cut down. So they, they book it out of the place and, and head for the North Pole. But with that, you to get Santa to save the tree. You know, I always live by the rule of thought uh, uh, fix the problems that you can solve. So if your <laughs> kids are missing, you can't find them, let's just save the tree. You know, choose the easiest route. Uh, and, and, and go from there. Those kids could be anywhere, but that tree is right outside. 
And then there's a bear. There's a bear. A terrifying bear attack. A t- the bear is a T-Rex bear, actually. Yeah. <laughs> a bear makes <laughs> dinosaur roars. Uh, and this, this movie was horrible. This, this I, I don't even know how this is. It's only a Christmas movie because Thor Santa comes in at the end, which we'll get to. Uh, like a movie, the, this, the, the Christmas tree has some of the worst camera framing. Like, how do you poorly frame an animation? Oh, let's not forget the artist swipe, or there was the 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 the, the blotch of color. Oh that yeah, just where, came out of nowhere. Where we were saying that the artist dropped his yeah. color palette onto the lens. Um, yeah, it's yeah. so uh, then. Yeah, the, the uh, Miss Mavilda gets struck by lightning at the end because that's how all Christmas movies end. Oh well, because uh-huh. she tells the lumberjack guy to murder all the kids to get to the tree. He had a chainsaw, and yeah. then the mayor showed up. Then the whole town showed up, and then Santa showed up, and then the dad shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, well, he, sort of out of nowhere, but more out of like the upper left hand corner of the screen. <laughs> he leans in and he's like, "What's going on?" I've never heard of this movie. It was 45 minutes long. And I think The Grinch Who Stole Christmas is only like a half hour. There was the five minutes of The Grinch makes more sense than what this movie was. I I would never watch this with my son. I I, uh, (laughs) I don't see the benefits of this. This was a this was a disturbing movie. And, and, And as I said, it was what, 91 it was made. Yeah, I I can't understand. Like uh, we were saying, this is a movie that sounds like it was written three languages ago and just translated to English. Well, but, I will say this to, to your listeners. Um, I've seen this movie five times, <laughs> and I will see it five more if I can get people who haven't seen it to watch it in front of me because it is a hilarious thing to watch people see the same craziness. That very funny. We were dying. I gotta say, those forty-five minutes went by full of laughter. It's true. Like not a minute went by that we weren't cracking it's up. True. About something. It's true. We rewound a few times. <laughs> yeah, just to- well, there were some unbelievable moments, and I can't think of them at the at the right now. <laughs> I mean, at one point, one of the kids literally goes, "Mrs. Mfumfum." Yeah, the name just changed. <laughs> Delivery is something that throughout the movie is hilarious. One of whether the kids- it's the way the narrator's talking or when. The especially the husband of Judy, <laughs> yeah. he's just like, we came from the mayor. I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> See you at Christmas, and it's it's spring. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't decide. Whatever animation studio did this, they were more. They, it would go for. Uh, Skin yeah, tones were inconsistent. Well, from then shot to shot, Judy had to go to drop off the mayor thing, and, she, and it's just I'll be back before Christmas. So it's a big town. Because um, I don't. Th- she it wasn't Christmas Eve when she left. When she got back is when it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which then there were. I know there were two days because the little kids. What were their names? Who's got the memory for that? Uh, I know one of them. Pappy. Is Lily and Pappy. Yeah, Pappy. Pappy. Who names their kid Pappy? <laughs> in the first place. And then. It's and then, short for Papakus. I thought it was for Big Poppy. <laughs> And then they get lost, and then uh, the little girl disappears, and then there's the bear, and then there's a scene where the mo- then this. Well, the girl uh, gets dropped off the mountain. She falls off and the that side was it. of a mountain. She yeah. was gone, and then the mom comes, and she comes back from the trip and realizes her kid or her children are gone, but she's more concerned that they're going to cut down the Christmas tree. <laughs> so she sheds a single tear for her kids and then goes and stands with the other kids in front of the Christmas tree because, as I said, Take care of the problems that are near you instead of the ones that are too big for you to handle. 
And then the kid shows up with the dog. Uh, the son shows up with the dog. Yeah, licorice is there. Yeah, and then Mrs. Mephulima, uh takes the chainsaw, goes to chop down the tree, and gets struck Boom. by a bolt of lightning from the sky. Thor Santa. And Santa, creepy Santa. It is creepy up. Santa. A star turns into Santa. Well, that was the Christmas that- star. <laughs> yeah, a star turns into Santa in his sleigh. They come, he lands, Lily jumps off. And then he talks with a really unexpected he voice. He talks with a very deep voice. <laughs> and then launches presents. With precision accuracy. <laughs> oh, this, this Santa, <laughs> with the accuracy me. he's got, he's got to have lots of kids. Because it's, it's it goes right in every He time. should go to the state fair. He'd be killer at that throw the ball at the milk thing. Yes, he would. I watch you when you poop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, yes, was, it was terrible, and I enjoyed every second of it. No, both oh, both man. movies were good, and they were—I mean, they were definitely bad and bad. Good. Uh, they weren't boring. They didn't drag. I mean, Life Force did drag a little bit. Yeah. Just because you know, it was a it was a horrible movie. It was longer than it needed to be. Well, it was the director's cut, so we tra- we saw the director of Toby Hooper's True Vision. Oh my, yeah, I'm glad I got to see through his eyes and and, and got to appreciate <laughs> that. I didn't know director's cut meant no editing at all. <laughs> right, you throw every scene you've filmed and you put it in there. And say, oh shit, go good show luck. him running through all the doors. All the doors. <laughs> I want slow motion. I want no blinking. I want no face emotion. Uh, I want Patrick Stewart getting a first kiss. Then Patrick Stewart was such a wasted talent in this Have movie. Have Patrick Stewart kiss that guy for more length. Yeah, that's that. And okay, that's my critique of this: more length with Patrick Stewart, Stewart kissing, and more penile shots, and uh, and a decision on what's a vampire and what's a zombie. Because that's yeah. where I got lost. Yeah. Couple of, another good effect I liked in Life Force was when. He, uh, Bad Tommy Lee Jones is driving, and the zombie reaches his hand in the car, and he tears oh, yeah, its arm yeah. off, and the zombie's arm keeps moving. Giggling. But then he doesn't throw it out the window; he just, just throws it into it the, in the back. Because I guess we forgot to point out also, it's a very muggy night in England, and when you're driving around from the zombie apocalypse, you got to have a cool breeze blowing on you. So make sure you put that window down. Yeah, that's right. All of London is under zombie attack. Out of nowhere, mind you, it was calm, and then, unless I missed something, it... They got this telegram in the helicopter. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Saying, uh, London's under attack. And it was. And then they showed it. Yeah, and they showed, like, explosions and London Bridge, so you know where you are. Well, that'll about do it for... You want to play a game? Well, I yeah, think let's... we could do another round of... Batman versus movie, Dawn of Dawn Movie. Of movie. <laughs> yeah. Or okay, what is or, this? I don't know. What or this movie is. versus movie. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me let me do this. Uh, so Scott, do I got to put works. my shirt back on for this? You do. Okay, um, hold on. Give me a minute. So the way this works is uh, we pick a movie slower. and then we find a hold movie on. Hold on. that has anything in common with it: actor, plot, say, like a Six quality. Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but for for Batman. No, no, no. It has it really has nothing to do with Batman unless we choose a Batman movie, which we did last time. Um, but so let's say I said like uh Jaws and then you were like Deep Blue Sea and then we would talk together about which one's better than the other. But Deep Blue Sea, it's got Samuel. But then again, Quint and uh and I mean Quint- Jaws wins. Yeah, well, yeah. But, no way. but like they're I two used- similar movies. <laughs> <laughs> so but they could, they could, have, but it could be two different Tom Cruise movies. They, as long as they have one thing sort of in common. Far and Away and Days of Thunder. Okay, but let's not do a Tom Cruise movie. All right. Okay. So, somebody pick a movie. 
I've, as I've said, I'm terrible at this. Okay. So uh, Pirates you, of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Which really? You pick which a one? pirate movie? And now we have to pick a movie. Well, the first yeah, one. That's what I mean. What other and pirate then, movies are there? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a pirate movie. It could be another Johnny Depp movie. Goonies. That's a pirate yeah. movie. Okay, another. Right, jo- okay, so no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. Let's do that then. We're gonna do. Pirates okay, because I was gonna say what's eating Gilbert Grape if we we're gonna do Johnny Depp movies. What's better out of those? Okay, but we'll do Goonies then. Then I. <laughs> I pick Goonies. <laughs> okay. Is that how the so game works? Jumped right it? to the end. Is that it? Well, well, now we can discuss what they each have to offer. You know, what's what are their strengths and weaknesses? Well, yeah, and stuff. Like, why do you think Goonies? I think is this is actually a pretty good comparison because both Goonies fun. is actually more of a coming of age. Like Pirates of the Caribbean is more character driven as far as like, hey, I'm Jack Sparrow and I'm a bad impression of what you know. I, I can't stand Pirates of the Caribbean. Even the oh, first wow. one. Yeah, even the first one. Oh, you know why? Because yeah. I don't like that monkey. He was very smug. I don't like a smug monkey in my movies. There's a, a monkey. Monkey. Yeah. That's Sm- the, the monkey, the Thor's kind. <laughs> yeah, the monkey. There was that little spider monkey. Oh, the zombie started. monkey. Yeah. Uh. And, and the Goonies just it, it just took you on more of a journey than Pirates of the Caribbean did. Although I haven't, I just watched Goonies probably about a month ago. I haven't watched Pirates of the Caribbean in a while. Uh, I don't know which one do you think is better. Sloth also is way better than Captain Barbosa, and the Fratellis way better than any any pirate. I think a lot of. Because didn't we see that together? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we went to see it because we thought it was gonna be just awful, terrible. We because we wanted to go make fun of it, and about twenty minutes into it, we both leaned over and we're like, "This movie is pretty good." Oh yeah, after I took my tongue out of Matt's mouth, I said, "This movie is awesome." Yeah, I don't remember it being twenty minutes, in, but, but it was but definitely clicked at some point. Yeah, like, like hey, they, like, this, this is, is actually legit. This is great. Well, it's um, entertaining. I mean, I'm like, yeah, it's entertaining. It's a lot of fun. It's a good, like, when was the last good pirate movie? I, I can't uh, think of one. Yeah, I mean, either it introduced Kira Knightley in a in a really mainstream way, and I yeah. I, I, I like her. Uh, uh, I liked Orlando Bloom. I like Johnny Depp. Well, there was, uh, well, there was no. the one. The scene. music's great. The music that, is great. That yeah. movie has great. I like music. the one scene when Barbosa had the little uh, wheel on it, on the front of his pants, and they said, "Sir, what's that for?" And he said, "Ours, driving me nuts." <laughs> you don't remember that? That must have been director's cut. No, can you, wait. Tell it again. It, he, Barbosa's got a little wheel on the front of his pants. You guys don't remember this? Like on his crotch area, uh-huh. and then like his first mater come because something comes up and goes, right. uh, "Sir, what's that wheel for on your crotch?" And he says, "Ours, driving me nuts." Right. Okay, that's it. And then what happens? This what? isn't in the movie. Nick. He's just telling you <laughs> a joke. He's, he's just telling on, you wait. a joke. Oh wait, tell the joke again. No, I will <laughs> <not>. Please, <laughs> you can rewind it later. <laughs> um, but yeah, music. Uh, it's a really beautiful movie too. I mean, I'm not. I I'm agree, not a yeah. huge cinematography person, but it's it is really beautiful. Um, it's fun. It's got twists and stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and and it's before the other pirates movies where it gets all played out. And uh, going into it, I don't think I realized that the other pirates were ghosts or or cursed. So spoiler like, alert! Yeah, spoiler alert. So like <laughs> when when that when, uh, when yeah. like the so shadow hit it. that one guy and he's got like a zombie face. The yeah. special effects were outstanding, and I don't agree with any of that. Really. Well, I don't know if it was all out. St- I, you know, I guess it was, I'm looking you, through. You know, did you great. see it in the theater? No, I didn't. Uh, and all, I guess too, like when you see a movie for the first time, like uh, it's better than when you see it multiple times and go back. Except, you know, I don't know. Some grow on you, but yeah, most of the yeah. time it's like that. 
And and with that, so those things were like there were lots of surprises in the movie. And I was never a big pirate fan either. I think that's my biggest problem. I wish you wouldn't yeah. pick Pirates of the Caribbean. There's so many movies out there. And you well, pick hey, Pirates. Well, hey of the man, Caribbean. maybe once we wrap this up, you can come up with other movies. Can't think of any anyway. <laughs> well, what about Goonies though? So, Goonies yeah. is great. I love Goonies. Goonies is an all-time classic. Well, it, it, it's got different characters. It's got uh, different environmental changes. The characters you see them develop and turn into heroes. And they're not the, the octopus was scary. This <laughs> <laughs> is sloth. He's gonna live with us now, Mom. That guy was he used to play for the Oakland Raiders. He died. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's sad. I mean, um, we all die. I think in terms of. Uh, Enjoying that movie, I, I'm, I'm a Goonies fan myself, but I'd say like it's mostly the humor for me. Um, okay, well this and, the, this and the, a little bit of the the like the things that they go through are pretty adventurous. So there's the 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 humor and that just kind of fun, that sense of fun. Those a, those are a, good for me. I don't like get that much out that characters. you could have gone on with your friend. Well, yeah, I you know. Are, it's, yeah. Can we do two new movies? Yeah. Okay. No, we're about, still we're still doing this one. What, what, okay. We haven't finished the 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 last one. What's, What's your vote? Which is oh, better? Oh, vote. Um, well, you guys, it's not really a fair vote because- Well, you pick the movies. Well, I didn't know how the game worked. Well, you should have asked. Well, you already voted. That's like asking if I ask where the bathroom is and I shit in the sink. That's like, it's my fault. Well, you I could have told me vote. to use the toilet. I have a vote. But I showed you where the pirates. bathroom I'm going to go Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I like Pirates of the Caribbean more. I'm going to have to go with- Now, okay. Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Goonies. It, it, I see that. That's the, I'm saying for rewatchability. You know, I can't rewatch Pirates, but I can rewatch The Goonies. But that might be because of childhood and whatnot. Um, yeah, nostalgia factor wise, Goonies will probably be Goonies is something that I've shown to other people when I've met people and yeah. realized they haven't seen it. I'm like, you got to see that. How um, do they react when they see it? Do they like it or are they like these kids are obnoxious? Because you I know, feel I like think you kind of have to be to have grown up watching movies in the '80s to it and to enjoy it the way that. We do. Yeah, or, or, yeah. Or I would think yeah. if you saw this movie for the first time as an adult, you'd think it, these kids were just so obnoxious. Well, didn't you say you just watched it with your son? Uh, we tried to, like, uh, probably a year and a half ago, and he. Yeah, I'd say if you watch young. it with him four years from now, you'll you'll see. Yeah, I yeah, recently watched it with my son, and it worked out. Yeah, with, and that'll bring me to my two movies. We're done with this. I'm moving on to the next two movies, and he, these are my two. You got right, the Lost so Goonies one. Okay, the Lost Boys. Against the monster squad, so you got two kids up against supernatural creatures. Hmm. And for me, that's a tough one because I love both of those movies. Uh, uh, Corey Feldman is in in, in monsters. Or no, uh, Lost Boys. We got who? Who else is in that? Corey Haim. Corey Haim. You got uh, uh Patch or uh, Jason. Uh... Dude, really going to name him? What's his? What was he in? Jason. Jason. What was that dude's name? Oh, he's he was the dude from Speed Two, right? Yeah, Jason. I want to say Bateman, but that is not even no, close at all. Uh, he's got one of those names that other famous people have too, like the same last name. But anyway, what about, what about it though? Jason Patrick. Patrick, that's it. And what was the other? No, what Patrick. was the other? Come with me, Michael. Come with me. Oh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. So. Well, what, what, when did and that come out? What that was, Monster Squad? Does it have Fred Savage or that Little Monsters? That's Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Dude. That's, a, that's a really good one. Now, see, I haven't seen Lost Boys in probably ten or fifteen years. Uh, and why? But I just, I just haven't gotten around to it. I, it's not I, that I, I don't want to watch it again. Million. Yeah. But uh, I only just saw Monster Squad for the first time last year when uh, I think it was Ray that watched it. 
on the uh, from the, for the Ghostbusters. Oh, shout out to Ray. <laughs> shout out to Ray Bakeman. Ray, or not Peter Bakeman. Ray, Ray Radominki. Um, what's his last name? Radominki. My son thinks his last name is Ray and a Mickey. Radomicki? Because he asked me, did you do a podcast with Ray and a Mickey? Ray and a Mickey. Um, but um, so I'd only just seen that. Now that's a movie that kids watched in the 80s and I watched it as an adult. And it's PG. Today, it's 80s PG. And I loved it. I thought it was great. I haven't seen Monster Squad in a long time, so I can't really weigh in on that that much. I know it was fun, but uh, I haven't wanted to watch it since I was a kid. Um, Lost Boys, I used to watch all the time as a kid. And then uh, it's been kind of like uh, uh, kind of like the Goonies we, here, where we, if I know people haven't seen it, I'm like, you have to see Lost Boys. And we'll watch it, and I still enjoy it just as much. In fact, I think the funny side of it, like when I was a kid, I liked the, it as a scary movie. But as I grow up, the funny side of it, I enjoy well, we more and more. Know what Corey Haim and Corey Feldman are kicking ass in that movie. Well, not only there's the everybody knows what the best scene in that movie is. And it, do you guys want to know what the best scene in that movie is? Sure. It's been talked about many times is the buff saxophone player jamming out on the beach. <laughs> that that dude makes me want to play the saxophone. It's good. And those hips, man, he's really getting into it. Uh, <laughs> he's way too buff to be a saxophone player. <laughs> and the maggot scene. I didn't like that either when he's eating the rice I, and then, uh, then he turned it into maggots. Me. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was it's disgusting. Pretty, yeah, it gets you. Oh, wait. Isn't that... Doesn't that happen in Poltergeist too? No, there's maggots crawling underneath a stake in Poltergeist. This is you like know. he's eating rice, and then and then and then Michael Kiefer Sutherland Sutherland tells him like, "Michael, you're eating maggots. How are the maggots, Michael?" And and I gotta say, like Kiefer Sutherland's really good in that role. He's really, and you know who else was in that? Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. True. He was also a, oh. he didn't have many lines or anything though. Well, he was still there. David Winter wants to know. Is it David? Michael Winters? wants is to know. Michael, come with me, Michael. David but seriously, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. If if you don't Frog want, Brothers, if you don't know much about, well, no, the Frog Brothers were were Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman and, and the other guy. Other dude, yeah, but um, but if you don't know much or if you don't remember well the the era that was the Corys, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, go back and watch this oh, movie because Green License, License to Drive. Yeah. No, no, no. There are a lot of them, but but I'd say this movie is one of the great ones. And now go back and watch all of the sequels to the Lost Boys that oh, Corey God, Feldman. I would not has. recommend that. There's like five of them now. Check those out. I haven't seen any of them. So with those, with with that, with the, with the Monster Squad, I'm a big Frankenstein fan. So. But I think they did Frankenstein really well in that movie. You know, he's the uh, the tortured soul. He doesn't want to be created, but he doesn't understand who he is. He doesn't want to be a bad guy. Yeah, he's misunderstood. Yeah, he's like a good guy. Uh, bye, Phoebe. He talks real slow. <laughs> uh, there's just good killing in it. The, the the effects are amazing in that movie. The swamp monster, the costumes in it, really great. Uh, definitely not a PC movie. It doesn't. Definitely not a just kids smoking and homophobic slurs in it. Uh, there's some hard f's that are dropped. Yeah, there's there's swearing and smoking. But that movie's fun because it doesn't treat being a kid with kid gloves like it like kid. That's how kids talk. Well, you the know, old like, man has nards, yeah, and that's right? the bottom line. Kick a you old know, man like, in the balls, he's gone. Like kids swear and kids 
run around and go on adventures and make friends with a Frankenstein. You know, that's a good point. I think you're right about that. <laughs> well, not maybe that part. Frankenstein <laughs> part. But a lot of movies come out and they really try to, I guess because it's a family movie, but it's like that's not how kids really act. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's one of the things that's good about the Goonies is because like going back to that, like the kids in the Goonies talk to each other like kids talk. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't know if. Or like Stand By Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you can tell the moments in like because Stand by Me is a great example because you could tell the moments in Stand by Me that are scripted and the parts where they're all just kind of talking to each other. I guess a pseudo improv improvisation segment where they're just chat chit chatting and then they're like, "All right, now we're gonna do the script," and you've got uh, Wesley Crusher from Star Trek: Next Generation who who's barely able to keep up with River Phoenix uh, as far as acting goes. We just call him Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> then you got Jerry Corey O'Connell Feldman's in that too. Fat Jerry O'Connell and uh, yeah, Corey Feldman again. No, and like yeah. you know, they they're gross. They tell Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, John, uh, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah, he's the brother. Oh yeah, that's right. And then Lardass, which is the fat kid. <laughs> I don't think that's his. Act, actor I doubt name. that's his name. No, that is that is his name. Oh, Lardes because he's the in the short story Lardes <laughs> that he tells. And then what happened? No, I meant that's not the actor's name. We just went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, um, Monster so Squad. Who wins Monster Squad versus Lost Boys? I'm going Lost. I'd have to go Lost Boys just because rewatchability. Monster Squad tends to drag when you watch it again every now and then, but Monster Squad is is it's really. Great vampire flick to get into. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd still recommend it. Yeah, I would. I, I definitely holds up. A Monster Squad holds up as well, but I think that that uh, Lost Boys holds up a little better, just because you got recognizable faces in there and it, it moves at a pretty quick pace. There's some slower parts in Monster Squad that aren't so fun. I'm gonna have to go with Monster Squad just because I haven't seen Lost Boys in a long time. I don't remember. Mm. Watch it without a shirt. Uh, All right. I'd still recommend Monster Squad too, but I'm going Lost Boys totally all the way. And and honestly, if you like Lost Boys and you're looking for something that's kind of in the same realm, this is a kind From of off topic. Dawn. But go check. No, I was gonna say go check out um, uh, Silver Bullet. It's corny, but it's, it's oh, that's a, a, a Corey Haim. That's a werewolf. Another movie. Corey Haim movie. Yep. And it's I was gonna say check out I've Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. You know, oh, oh I, I watched about ten minutes of that. I've got it on DVD, man. We should. Check I also I also have it. I'm like, it's a Canadian movie. Is it, it's a trauma film, so yeah, like it looks it, like it was made. There's lesbian $10. vampires in it. It's you know, it's, it's Christ doing what we read about in the Bible. This is the Christ that we know. <laughs> yeah, I got about ten minutes into that, and I was like, "This is not good." <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's the end of Batman v Movie Dawn of Movie Round Two. Good. All right. All right. No, wait, no, wait. We have to take the winners and, and throw them, them against, against each, each other. other. So it's going oh, right, yeah. Goonies against the Lost Boys. Which one wins? I still, I would still have to say Lost Boys. Lost Boys is a kick-ass movie. It really is. Like it's an hour and a half long, it, full of action, full of love, full of laughter, full of life. <laughs> Matt. Oh man! Actually, here I find myself a little more in a in a in a pickle. Um, oh my God! How did you get in that pickle? <laughs> it's a really big pickle. Um, <laughs> oh I had to like, get sewn into it. Um, no, uh, man, 
Uh, you know, I think I'm going to have to go Lost Boys too. But I'm, I'm going to say that that's just, uh, I think, more of my own nostalgia, how much I've enjoyed it throughout my life. I feel like Goonies I would expect to be a little bit more universally liked, but I'm going Lost Boys. And I'm going to have to go with Goonies just because... Uh, you need to get I back think, to Lost Boys. I think you you're right. Um, but I think I would still go Goonies. I, I've seen Goonies so many times, you know, like, I love that movie. So it's Spielberg. I uh, produced it. Richard Donner directed. Okay. It's got that. It's got that feel. Yeah, you know that sort of sort of eighties magical fun. Yeah. Those eighties kids movies that Spielberg was involved with. He was he the Explorers. Was he involved with that? I don't know. Yeah, that was the one where they built the spaceship. Charlie watched that. They had movie like the dream, the... and they get the dream from the aliens, something like to that. Build a spaceship, and then when they it. get there, it's like the, the, it, these are alien kids, and they get in trouble. Yeah, uh, Charlie talked about it the one week on the show, and like before we started the show, he was like finishing watching it. I watched it with him, and I'm like, "This is terrible." <laughs> wait, 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 if we're talking about terrible movies, just on a quick note, have you ever seen the Experts with uh, John Travolta? And, no. and it's like they they take they take these it's like Russia wants to make spies so they they take John Travolta who's like a con or a club promoter and they put him in this Russian town that's supposed to look like the 50s and they make it the, it's a very odd movie but very horrible yeah uh, the experts look it up check it out all right enjoy it John Travolta all right well better than Michael <laughs> the, <laughs> the angel movie that was terrible <laughs> better oh, than Michael God. Oh, man, that's awful. All right. Well, this has been week something of This Week in Film. Uh, I'd like to thank good buddies Matt and Scott for coming all the way to my house. Yes. From all over the world. Everywhere. Other countries and other states. Yeah. Um, you got anything to add at the end? Some plugs, Matt? Um, uh, no, you know, I think I, I think I did my promoting for Shay Lindsay last time. Uh, you know, if you don't know who the Nostalgia Critic is, check him out. Uh, mental health's always good, so if you need help, call a therapist. That's all. Scott? I didn't know there was a plug segment to this <laughs> podcast. Where, there is. Where is your next appearance going to uh, be? It'll be at Staples around aisle 16. I need to get some new uh, leaf binder. Uh, I, I, this is very awkward. Why would you have plugs at the end of this? People got well, plugs. Other people do things. Charlie's got his own comic book. He always yeah, plugs. Is, is What's he plug? What's his comic book? Boy Zero. Yeah. Well, I definitely recommend Boy Zero. I've there read it. I've, I've. I mean, I'm waiting for the next one to come out because right now, the way the the last one left off. I mean, I. It's. I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say Moon Men, and I'll leave it to you guys figure it out. Because yeah, we might be doing a special uh, Charlie centric live in appearance, like oh, like a cool. like a at an event. What's What's Charlie's his middle name? Don't Charles? say that because people can figure that stuff out. I don't know. His name's Charles Charles Chester. Look him up. Does he go by Chuck? No, he's Charlie. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, did you want to plug something? Uh, Your hair? Check, out, uh, this <laughs> check us out at uh, thisweekinfilm.com. Say hi to us on the social media. SoundCloud. Send us money on Patreon. Yes, um, do that. Hey, have, have you posted anything on Patreon other than one? No, we got two posts. Now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Did you really? Maybe just some suggestions too for, I don't know, for this Batman oh, versus yeah. movie um, thing would be kind our of our last episode. Oh, that actually is a good idea yeah. for if you're doing Batman versus movie, doing a movie again. That way, to have your uh, your listeners make some recommendations for battles they want to see you do. Okay, good. Yeah, you listeners. 
if we do Batman <laughs> Superman again, do that. Um, uh, last our last show where we talked about trolls was unbelievably successful um, to the point where it's suspicious. But um, what? We're still doing the show. I, I don't know why you guys are having your own conversation. Um, Just a signal. So if you are listening to us for the first time or you know why we had so many downloads, let us know. We, we want to know what we did and what we did right. And, Probably the uh, term troll. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to see that kind of success oh. continued. Um, other than that, if that's the end of the reel, we'll see you next week in film. See ya. Yeah, that's how the show ends, Scott. Bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bad. <laughs>